So what we've started learning last week, this beautiful piece about Shabbos, from Yaakov Meir Shechter on Shabbos, we got to Daf Chavchet. If you have the Sefer, open up to Daf Chavchet. The last thing that we learned was a beautiful thing, that if 30 days before every holiday you have to start preparing, right? Shloshim Yom Kodem Achag. You're supposed to start preparing every day, every, for every Yantiv. That means, if you, when, do you, when, do you start to, when are you, when are you supposed to start preparing for Shabbos? Always, because it always falls under this Shloshim Yom Kodem. Shabbos is always underneath that time and space, right? So, therefore, the, the consciousness that we're going to have today, the focus is to really do what he calls over here, La'asot dira balev lichvod Shabbos. And it's going to be hard. I'm telling you already right now. I prepared the shir before we got the news last night. And I was like, it was, it was like wow, this is a great simchadik way to continue Yom HaTzmaut into Shabbos. This is going to be hard, boys. I'm telling you. It, it won't be hard for people that are in a coma. It'll be very hard for anyone that's willing to, you know, to live in a world where to look at what Hashem is putting in front of us. But if you look in the left column, the bottom, on Dav Chav Ches, he says like this. Everyone has to make a proper preparation for Chovet Shabbos. Remember, this is Rabbi Yaakov Meir Shechter. You're supposed to make Shabbos ledorotam. Ledorotam, we usually understand to mean generation midor ledor. But the way it's written is ledorotam belovav. The way you write Lidorotam is below Vav. It's a famous Torah. Since there's no Vav there, how do we darshan out the word? Instead of Lidorotam, Lidiratam. It's amazing. Guys that go to the mirror for a year barely know any Hebrew. They could learn all at Shaz. But there's one word they know. You know, the word, but you know what modern Israeli word they know? Dira. Dira. Yeah. <laughs> Dira is the Israeli word they learn. Dira. What does Dira mean? A dwelling, an apartment, right? Dira. Vedarshinan lediratam. Hainu laasot dira le Shabbos. Did you make a dwelling place for Shabbos? Umuvasham. What does it mean there? In the, in the Tikkun Ezra. Shakavana hi laasot dira umishkan belibo. You're making a dwelling place in your heart. Hainu laasot dira bitre bate liba. Bishne bate halev. Ulehotzi ulesalek es haatzvus. Anger, this is here for sadness, but anger, anger that's in the heart is equivalent to the fire, the wrath of hell. We spent weeks discussing the concept that the real proper preparation for Shabbos is that I'm doing whatever it is I can to make sure I don't get angry on Shabbos. Because if I get angry during the week, it's really, really bad. But when I get angry on Shabbos, I'm ke'ilu kofer bakol. It's like I'm against, it's, it's really, I'm doing everything opposite to what's really and what, what, what Yiddishkeit is all about. Now, why is that? Why did I say a second ago that this is going to be so hard? And I know there's stories of Yidin walking to the gas chambers on Friday nights, davening Yismachul Malchus, Hashem Shabbos, I don't understand. I don't want to understand what that means. But we have to go into Shabbos tonight, right? Now, sometimes we could say about ourselves that we're mamish, we're, we're mishugayim. Because a second before, 
There's a horrible, horrible anger and pain. Second later, I dance lechadod elikras kala. Does it contradict each other? Is there a contradiction when, when there's today there's going to be 16 people? More, because there's fathers and brothers and sisters. There's probably 50 people starting to sit shiva today. Does that contradict going into Shabbos today and dancing lechadodi Friday night? What do you think? Sure. Huh? Thank you for saying the answer that all of us naturally feel, but think that the holy thing is to say, no, no, we have a problem, guys. We're human. We have families. We have children. We have wives. Many of us, Hashem, still have our parents. It is, it is a very, very deep contradiction to the human condition to go from such extremes. It is. The atzvus and the kas that's in the heart, he says here, is from Eish HaGehenom. It's from the light, it's from the fire of hell. So let me ask you, if it's such a seemingly obvious human contradiction, then how am I supposed to get ready for Shabbos today? Unless I go into the coma again. How am I supposed to get ready for Shabbos? How am I supposed to go into Shabbos? Erzecholiot. What do you think? Hmm? Make a real change. Make some. Make a real change. So what? What does that mean? Can't go in. Can't go in. That's just going back into the coma. We have to maybe start in a very you know, sad way to bring in Shabbos. But if, then, if we're gonna, but then you're in Asia Gehenom. But then that means you're you're kind of playing around with the fire pit of hell. Kabbalah Tzamachus Shemayim. So what does that mean, Lemaisa? Lemaisa. It's a very from concept. What does that mean? Bring it down here. I think finding a way to accept what we don't, what we can't, what we don't understand. Would that would that put us into a coma again? It's conscious. Huh? It's more conscious. Right. Nachon. Yes, Yaakov. Is it possible that we should be almost, this is going to sound very weird, celebrating that there, these individuals who passed are also celebrating Shabbos with us, that they're in Ghana, they're celebrating Shabbos every It's a very exalted level what you're describing. Huh? It's a very exalted level what you're describing. If you're, if you're able to, alivai. But... We're talking about this, but the orphans aren't celebrating anything. They're not allowed to continue their the, the, the state of Avelis. And they can't even be in Avelis either. That's the part that... That they can't, even, they can't even continue it. They have to like put it on pause. We have this capacity that... Uh, I've this for example. <laughs> Sorry, just, I want everyone to hear each other. Foiling that, and then uh, the phone rings... We know how to do this. We do know how to do it. It's yeah. in us. It's in us. You know, I was also, you know, we're here for the davening. Uh, it's unbelievable. It's simple. So there, I, I was looking around. Some people really want to dance. The problem was they didn't have a child. They had a child with them. They had no problem dancing. But on their, so like, we, we, we know how to do this. Um, it's, yeah, I don't know. To just have a mood of that. Hashem created this situation where Shabbos comes along 
and we just have to bring it in and just. Right, so it's so it's not necessarily about the the. It's, it's about shot. It's about maybe like to connect with David Yeshua was saying, Kabbalah Salmachus Shemayim means accepting that God created the world in six days, rested on the seventh. This is the structure. Huh? And that's the structure of the formation of God's reality. And we just bittle. And there's bittle to that, but but so this is the key. But I think it's even okay to say before you go into Shabbos, and this may sound totally whack. Totally whack, but I'm just you know thinking out loud right now. It's not a thought out thought, it's just I'm thinking this out loud. You go into Shabbat, everyone will go to the mikvah, you have to leave all the anger in the water, right? That's, I mean, the mikvah is supposed to cleanse all the anger, all the stress, all the anxiety. You consciously say, yeah, yeah, I, I have it. I'm just, I'm leaving it here. I'm coming out, it's here. And you can come to the Rebbe Nishleim and say, Rebbe Nishleim, you created the world that Shabbos, no problem. I'm putting my, my anger and pain, I'm putting it, I'm relieving it right here by the doorstep. I'm not pretending that it doesn't exist, but I'm going into Shabbos, and when Shabbos comes out, if the world isn't fixed yet, I'm putting it right back on. Now, I'm you not saying... You put it on hold. You put it on hold, right. Now that, humanly, humanly speaking, that seems to be like the most rational way for us to understand our emotions. Now you, what ends up happening is that Shabbos is such a mikvah that that which we told God we're going to come right back to after Shabbos, the pain and the anger, it, it, it's, it's, usually, it's not exactly there afterwards. The coma kicks in. The coma kicks in. The, the coma kicks in, or, or there's this, you know, we have to believe that every Shabbos that we go through, that's, that we become d- different people. So the anger and pain that I said, I'm holding on to right here, so I come out of Shabbos a shtickle, different person. I maybe I can't relate exactly to that same. I can't go into a coma though. That's usher. I have to still yes. Sir. And it's almost like how I could turn this Shabbos into a victory. I never even had this chance before. I'm, 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 now that's not. Now that's happy. It's happened. It's not actually able to go ahead and be conscious enough to be able to say Hashem. I'm taking one for the team right now. I'm following your No, 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 no. Why? I want to say something. The avoda about taking action is so, so, so far behind in time. Zotomeret. If we had an ounce of Emesdika Jewish David Amelech pride, there'd be no Janin. They'd not, not one. But until you, and, until you and I go into the military and go up to the higher ranks that are making decisions on a national military level, what avoda of a warrior do I have left David Amelech style in me? Right? So there's, so there's so many different ways here that I'm looking into this Shabbos 
and, and it's even making it more difficult knowing that I have to leave the Esh of Gehenim outside of Shabbos as much as I possibly can. However, if I can't, is there something wrong with me? No. Not at all, and I want everyone to remember that. If I'm not able to, let me be punished in, in Shemaim that I wasn't able to get the pain of Yidin off of my mind on Shabbos. Let, let that be the thing that bothers me. I guarantee you, if any of us right now would be transported chas v'shalom to one of these, whatever, these fancy schmancy shuls in Gullus right now that are having a crazy falafel kiddush in honor of Yom Ha'atzma'ut this Shabbos or whatever, where, where you know, one kiddush there can fund the rest of the, of the building of this shul like we all know. Then you'd see in your heart of hearts, you, it'd fill you with rage. So the fact that I'm, I'm, I am awake and I'm human and I'm feeling things to the extent that I'm feeling things, you have to makabal that that is a human condition as well. Our attempt here is to figure out how to dance this dance because Hashem, just like you created the world in six, you know, and then Shabbos, you also created me, Basar Vadam. This is the way you created me. You created me as a human being that is trying to constantly balance these two seemingly opposing entities of Me'ala Teva and Betocha Teva. You know, beyond nature and within nature. And the self-compassion must be... You know, see, that's what I'm just worried about. The self-compassion must, play, must, be, must be there if I can't get to what, you're, what you described. Because you're also describing a very high level. It is. That's what we're trying to do. We're trying, but to those that aren't able to be in that place, the self-compassion must be there and realize, okay, I'm doing my best. You know, I, I saw this. I saw this with my eyes at Rabbi Henkin. Rabbi Eitan Henkin, a Shemi Komdamo's funeral. You remember when he was killed with his wife, with the kids in the back seat, on Leil Hashanah Rabbah? You guys remember this? Yeah. Must have been, yeah, six six years ago, six seven years ago. It was the last year we were living down there. I remember a big rav that all of you know. I spoke to him a few hour, an hour before Shabbos. He said to me, he said to me. I looked up to Shemaim, and I said, today I'm going to be so frum. I can't daven Hashem. I'm not davening. Can't. I went to the funeral, and Rav Henkin's father. If I'm not mistaken, did he recently pass? Does anyone know? If, but the mother, I, I forget who, I, for, I hope I'm wrong, hope he lives a long life, but I, I think, whatever. So he got, up, he got up in front of his son and daughter-in-law's bodies. Tzhar Menuchos, thousands of Am Yisrael came out there. It's Erev Yantiv, I think it was Friday afternoon also. I'm right there. And um, you know, Tom, it was the day it was the morning after that when Menachem had set up the drums and then he bailed and then you went on that drum. Remember that Friday morning? So he went up and he just said, he got up and he said, Ribona Shleilam, I never understand what you do. But sometimes I really don't understand why you do what you do. You see, everyone was expecting this aspect that's going to be like Me'ala Teva, Me'ala's man transforming us into these beings that we have really no connection to on a day-to-day level. And he got up and he said, Ribbono Shalolam, 
sometimes I don't understand you and I'm okay with not understanding you. And sometimes I really don't understand you and I'm not okay with not understanding you. And that moment, I'll never forget it, it kind of created the space. And, and I'm just trying to bring that in to the concept over here of the fact that it's Erev Shabbos and we're learning about Tyrus, but you have to get away from sadness and from anger. Okay, keep all that in mind, and I want to continue. Next page, top of Chavtet. Belo la'ashir bekir boshum shemetz mehem b'Shabbos Kodesh. To the best of our ability, to not keep even an inkling of of the sadness and pain on Shabbos. Ve'alzen ne'emar lo tevaru esh. You know the right. Is what we're told regarding don't start a fire, right? One of the malachas of Shabbos, right? But we also know, don't go into the place inside your heart that's going to start to start up, it's going to start a fire. The Torah tells us, Lo tevaru eish now we're going to learn a piece of Zohar. Praiseworthy is the, is the one who guards a dwelling for Shabbos. What's a dwelling? Like setting up an apartment. What, what's the apartment? It's the heart. That no anger and pain should go into that apartment, which is the Eish of Gehenom. The Allah Itmar, that it says about it, Lo sevaru esh b'chol moshvasechem b'yom ha-Shabbos, v'hachi hu vaday, d'chol man d'kais, k'ilu okid nura d'gehenom. That whoever gets angry on Shabbos, it's as if he lit up the fire of Gehenom on Shabbos. Ad kan l'shonu. So Rav Yaakov Meir continues here, and he says, v'raiz, and I just want you to know, Rav Yaakov Meir Shechter is someone that has suffered tremendously in his life. Tremendously. Bearing more relatives that I bless all of us to never come close to. Taking care of a daughter with a very difficult situation. Very difficult situation with special needs. I think since she's born. And many other tzaras. We're not talking about, you know, we're not talking about a person that had it all, it all went smooth, it was all good, smooth sailing and he could talk like this. He's talking from that place, okay? This is important. He also saw in the name of the Ramak, what does it mean, a kpeda? We tried to explain this in Shir a few months ago. To be makpeda on something means to be more machmir, to be more, what's the right, Eli? Not, you, you you said yeah, no, you said you said a few words and none of them were, were um, didn't register in human brains. But there's a, there was another word you said. I forget. It was a good one. Kpeda. What does that mean to be makpeda on someone? Say it in your huh? Meticulous. Was that the word you said? Particular, strict, stringent. Huh? From a place of being exactly. So you're saying you're saying sometimes sometimes it is. In Indian of like, okay, now up your game. You got to be more makbid on this. Make sure this doesn't happen, right? He says, On Shabbos, don't go to that place of extra chumras 
extra hakpada. Why? Because that can, that can turn on that flame in a second. You go to someone and tell them they're doing something wrong on Shabbos, and you're doing it b'shem. Exactly. Spell that? No, no, let's get Ein zmana klal b'shabbos. He says, that's the Ramak says, is not spontaneous, I think you said, right? Pa- what did you say? Pantilius. You hear that word? Pantilius. Ein zmana klal b'shabbos kodesh. Why? Because the natural tendency is, is that that's going to that's gonna turn on that flame. Omnam. But by proper preparation, This is essentially what we're aiming towards. The Shabbos will sweeten everything, and everything will reach a place of Yishuv Adas and Simcha. To be prepared for an enlightenment of Tshuva Me'ahava. Shehu Tikkun Nifla. Shemechapera kol apshaim. Usually, what ends up like really cleaning us? Patches. Patches. Anyone get a really big, you know what a patch is? Anyone get a really big patch lately? Yep. <laughs> Patches, usually, are the things that clean you. He's saying over here, the simcha and Yishuv Adas of experiencing Shabbos with the proper preparation of during the week, making sure that no anger and sadness enters into those chambers, give you the same cleansing even more than what the patches cause you to feel. Ubo matzu agumim hashket uvitcha. We know this from Yom Zele Yisrael. What does it mean, bo matzu agumim hashket uvitcha? What is an agum? Does anyone know? A depressed, a, a dark, melancholy person, a gum, even those people they find in Shabbos, hashket uvitcha, a safe place. Not just that, Rav Yaakov Meir adds on. Usually, when you get a lot of shefa and ashirus, what ends up happening to you? You're like, uh oh, <laughs> the, the patch is going to come now because it's, it, it's too good, right? You never have that Indian where things are going too good and you're like, oh, oh wait, 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 wait. Right? Right, right. He's saying, he's saying, that may be true during the week, but when it comes down through this tshuva me'ahava and Shabbos, that place doesn't get affected either. The next page, V'zel Lishono. Shekevan shekidesh hayom. So the Zohar HaKadosh explains like this, that since we sanctified the day, then what, is that, what does that mean? That our dira, our dira, our dwelling place has to be ready. The candle lit, shulchan aruch, mitam mutzat, table set, bed set. The way that a Yidin set up their shop is like dirat chatan lekabel ba etakala. Like the way that a man builds his home for his wife. Like the Gemara says, that that's on the man to build the home first, to bring in his wife. That's the avoda you and I are doing to bring in our kala. What's the kala? Shabbos Malkisa. Shabbos Hikala. Ule Olam. En machnisinota ela bedira metukenet lichvoda. 
כפי הראוי לה, עד כאן לשון עוד רמק סז. נו, זה רק חודש סז. זה שאתה לא מביא את האבא שלך, את האבא שלך, את האבא שלך. כשהשבס קודש פורשת, פורשת כנפיה על היקום, אז שבס ספרדס הר ווינגס על האוניברס, מושפע עונג בלבבוס להשם מזברך. So now we go back to what we learned last week. What's the difference? Let's see who remembers. What's the difference between Kovach Shabbos and Oneg Shabbos? There's one main difference we said last week. When can I do Kovach Shabbos? At the time. Oneg Shabbos? Shabbos. So he says that this Oneg, this Oneg comes and puts its wings over all of creation. Oneg in our hearts. Oneg lekirvat elokim. And there's a pleasure for... And then, get, then God asks from his creations, You know, when you feel that love, Shabbos comes, it hovers over all of us. And if you have really good ears during Kabbalah Shabbos, you hear Hashem Yisbarach saying, Come back to me. This is the tshuva out of love that we just spoke about in the previous paragraph. The cleanser. Which saves us, prevents us from all types of illness. And it saves us from d- different levels of refinement that usually come through afflictions, God forbid. Why? If The way that I approach Shabbos, keep Shabbos, and have that dira for Shabbos, this is tshuva me'ahava, ahava bata'anugim, kirvas elokim litov. This is all we could ever hope for. It's all we could ever hope for. Like what Shabbos is waiting to give to us is really all we could ever, ever dream of for ourselves, for our children, for our families, and more. And more and more and more. Shabbos. What it's waiting to give us. Now the way he described this in the beginning of this paragraph, just so gorgeous. He says, כשהשבת קודש פורסת כנפיה על היקום. Anyone that knows Hebrew, that's most, such a poetically beautiful statement. Again, when Shabbos spreads its wings over the universe, if you have good ears, you hear Hashem saying, doesn't this feel good? This feels good, right? So I'm asking you something. Shuvu Eli. Just come back to me. Come back to me. Yeah, Brenner. So, maybe you think about the original question of like, how do you do this? I think like, like this happens all the time during the week. Like, Lubavitchers will say you got to take five minutes or you're set times and you got to get out and you got to talk to Hashem. But I feel like a lot of times, like we need another person. You can turn it on a dime. You'll be in a place and you'll be in a bad way and someone will come up to you. Sometimes it's just you've got to talk it out. Sometimes it's just, hey, you know, like, get up. Like, you're being sure and you're feeling bad, you get up, you dance, and all of a sudden, like, you feel better. And I think sometimes it comes from another person reaching out. And what I hear this is, but there's also that we have to be able to look for Hashem because Hashem is there all the time waiting to say, hey, you're feeling down, I'm here. I mean, and, and Shabbat is like that, the big lesson of once a week I'm always here. 
All you got to do is you got to turn it around. You got to like go in and find me and I'm here and I'll pick you up. And, and it happens, I feel like it happens like all the time to me. One moment, I'm like feeling it's all bad. And then like on the turn, all of a sudden it was like I never felt bad. And, and like I said, a lot of times it comes, I'm looking for another person. But to me, I'm hearing the part of the lesson is just that Hashem is always there. If we're open to that experience, he's always there. And Shabbat is the big lesson because it's, it happens. I'll say like, I'll say like this, I, if, I'm, if I'm understanding a little bit what you're saying. And thank you for sharing. I think that, uh, that during the week, I'm just trying to like make peace with God all the time. I'm trying to just like get by and stay like connected to the best of my ability, but I'm not really like pushing myself to go for anything bigger than just making peace through the day. But I think that on Shabbos, what ends up happening on Shabbos? On Shabbos, Hashem says, Shuvu Eli. It's not just making peace with me and like making sure you don't get, you know, you don't lose your, t- it's about Shuvu Eli. Come into this new world. Shuvu Eli, come back to me. And that's Tshuva out of Ava. We're during the week that's... I'm okay with Tshuva out of Yira during the week on a good day. <laughs> on a good day. Tshuva me'ahava on Shabbos is exactly what the invitation is, but you could hear it clearer by, your, by the, way that, you know, the way that you prepare yourself. Because if the chamber is clean from the stuff we spoke about, you can hear it clearer, literally. Like, let's finish. Yeah. We don't expect our business partners to uh, spread their wings over us, <laughs> or maybe our kids or wives or whatever. But um, it's this imagery that you're talking about, you know, and that it's okay just to spend some time in that that image that God yeah. wants to cover me with His wings. And I, I just for me, just just thinking about that image, or even just making some space in my heart during diving into that image, that. It's okay, you know, but in order to be, to be hugged or be covered by wings, like, you have to say, yeah, I'm, I'm ready. I think that's what the liturgy of Kabbalah Shabbos is actually describing. If that's not like wings hovering, we just don't think about these words because we just say it every Shabbos. Okay, guys, Musar moment of the morning. You like this, right? Everyone said this for so long. What's your kavanas when you say Yir Am Hayam Umlo? And everyone looks so from Yir Am Hayam Umlo. Three words I'm choosing. Yir Am Hayam Umlo. It's the imagery that we're speaking about. Kabbalat Shabbat is the imagery of what, we're, of what, what we describe right now. Yir Am Hayam Umlo. There'll be thundering love coming out of the ocean. Tevel Veyoshveva coming out of the universe and those that dwell in it. The rivers will, will clap hands. Together with who? Together with mountains. It's kedai to learn Hebrew. Bemet. You could save yourself a lot of uh, wondering how do, I, how do I connect to these things. It's exactly what Kabbalat Shabbat is. And that's it for the Musa of this morning. But let's continue. Last paragraph. Tshuva me'ahava hi she'adam mesugal la'argish ta'anuk shel kedusha ba'ashem yisbarach. What does it mean to do tshuva out of love? 
that I'm capable of feeling pleasure in the holiness of God. And because I could feel the pleasure of it, I say, you want me to want more, right, God? You want me to want more, right, God? I'm deciding to have more. Boom. Tshuva me'ahava. It's a revolutionary thought of tshuva me'ahava. Because tshuva me'ahava usually means if you work really hard, then you'll feel something. He's saying, ma pitom. There's oneg that comes down to the world. You're going to feel it. Feel the oneg. Feel the pleasure. And at that moment, say, Hashem, you want me to want more of this, right? I'm going to want more of this. I'm going to ask for more of this. Anyone that learned the Alter Rebbe knows how this plays a key role through the Tanya and through Likutei Torah and Torah Or, all the teachings in Chabad. This is David Jerome can give you 80 hours on this. Rabbi Shleim can give you tons of hours on understanding what this means. That the love is comes from the pleasure one feels on Shabbos that produces love. He's saying the light, the, the light that comes from Shabbos is a spiritual pleasure. That man begins to feel a taste in God. I'm going to say that line two more times. For those that don't have the Sefer and for those that do. This is the key line of this Ma'amar. Shehadam matchil largish tam bashem idbarach. Shehadam matchil largish tam bashem isbarach. When you begin to feel a taste of God, in God, it's actually a taste. It's actually you develop a taste, but you, you begin to get the taste, not the reason, the tam. You begin to get the taste of God. Tam, you begin to get a tam but Torah Kedusha. You begin to taste Torah Kedusha. You know, often people ask me down in shul and Shabbos, can we do this, can we, can, we, can we not do this? So I already learned a long time ago from Rav Weinberger that most of the stuff that people will ask you, can you or can't you do, you probably can. You find halachic to do things. But tam, does it have the taste that you're trying to build? In, in, in. It, you, a lot of things are, are mutar that we don't do. Why? Because we're, we're, we're developing a taste, a certain taste for something, a taste for Shabbos. Ta'am b'Torah Kedosha, ta'am b'itkarvut elav, b'vchinas, v'ani keva selokim li tov. Ke'en ma shemuva b'orachayim ha-kadosh, v'zeh l'shon ha-kadosh, Kizulas Shabbos, the Orachayim says, without Shabbos, en hasaga ba'olam lehakir lichsof ulechalot elabore. Vavin, this is so deep. He says, without the concept of Shabbos in the world, there is no such a concept of getting to know or longing to know or trying to get close to Hashem. There's no such thing. There's no such thing. I actually, Mamish, know someone that talks about closeness to God all the time. And Beshita, they don't keep Shabbos. Because God didn't want us to just be, you know, preserve our closeness to Him once a week. 
It's all whatever. He's saying, without Shabbos, I don't even know what it means to want to get close to God. There's no such thing. That's the Orach Haim HaKadosh says. V'nireh shezeh gam echad matamim lamina kadmoneinu lekadem es ha-Shabbos ba'amir ha-shir ha-shirim shekulo shir shel ahava ben ha-Kadosh Baruch Hu l'Knesset Yisrael. That's the reason you see in, in many Sephardish communities, they read Shir Hashirim as Shabbos, before Shabbos comes in. In my high school, that's what we did. Wintertime. Huh? In wintertime, yeah. In wintertime. Yeah. Because what's Shir Hashirim all about? Kicholas Ahava. It's all the Ahava B'Ta'anugim. It's tasting. It's tasting. Shir Hashirim is about the taste of everything we're speaking about. And, and Mamish, the way it was written that Shlomo HaMelech wrote it, is that he gives you, talk about imagery, He's giving taste buds into words. It's an unbelievable thing. Yaza Hashem Isbarach. God should help us. Ve'ivarach is Amo Yisrael. And he should bless his people. Be'virkas Shabbos. Ve'ivarach ve'ikadesh. Ben Isbarach bechol ha'brachas ha'tovos. And we should be blessed with all the good brachas. And therefore, Ribbonu Shleilam, in order to taste what you're talking about right now, please give us the strength and the wisdom to know how to remove darkness from our midst and to once and for all be David HaMelech warriors as a Jewish people that have already been through all the age of Gehenims that we could imagine. We should have enough guts to stop the Avodah Zarah that we're so sunk into, which is the Avodah Zarah of, of being politically correct. And Be'ezah Hashem Yisbarach, that should really... That should really wake us, wake up Am Yisrael, and we shouldn't know of any more tzaras ever again. Shukrach, everyone. Good Shabbos.